Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today to the Nun Report. I uh, had a lot of things on my plate today and some personal things. I didn't have a lot of time to put a show together. I'm going to do what I can. I don't know how long I'll stay on. I'm not going to babble. I'm not going to go on about things that I haven't researched to some extent. While I was out and about, some things did come across my news feed, and of course, I collected some receipts here and there. And it's not that there isn't any news. I mean, Daniel uh, Daniel Penny is being indicted for manslaughter, at least uh, for apparent for killing a man that wasn't even dead when the man was away from him and in the hands of the paramedics. Kind of a weird thing, right? But of course, this is New York. So what do you expect from New York? They're going to go after a hero just because of the fact that he is a hero, and he happened to be white, and the other guy happened to be black. Therefore, you are guilty until you prove yourself innocent. I hope that he wins, and I hope that he rakes tens of millions of dollars from New York. So having said that, one of the things that's really prevalent that's coming across my, my feed here lately is the whole, again, again with the gender transition thing, again with the puberty blockers, again with mutilating children, again, with allowing children to decide what they do without parental consent, even though they can't vote, they can't buy a car, they can't sign into a contract, they can't smoke, they can't fire a gun, they can't buy a gun, they can't join the military, and on and on and on. But hey, you know, at seven years old, they can start transitioning, and at 12, they can start taking puberty blockers. At 16, we'll cut their breasts off or their penis. That's all good, because we're Democrats, and we're freaking insane, these people are insane, okay? Most of them, the vast majority of them are just useful idiots that are following their party's leadership and buying into this week's fad of the day, okay? But there are those in positions of leadership, be it for organizations, for nonprofits, in political roles, elected officials, bureaucrats, that are pushing this agenda down your throat purposefully and intentionally to take control of the children of this country in a Marxist coup. And I'll let you figure out which ones are which. You know where I stand. You know what I've said. Well, anyway, Dan Crenshaw, you know, Mr. Mr. Patch, the rhino, the guy who is a traitor to his party, the guy who totally pulled the wool over everybody else's eyes to get elected, that guy, I don't have a lot of respect for this guy, but I'm not going to cut my nose off to spite my face because even the most useful idiots, even the most fake rhinos and fake patriots out there sometimes have something good to say. Lindsey Graham, case in point. I think he's a schmarmy, blow-with-the-wind rhino, but sometimes he says something. So take it for what it's worth. Take it and use it and run with it and if nothing else, it's exposing it's exposing what's going on. And, and that's, what, that's what we want. I mean, that we're not going to affect massive change in Congress right now because we don't have majorities. We have a very slim majority in the House. We've got nothing going on in the Senate. So what we have is the ability to hold these hearings, to get people on record for saying they're insane nonsense, and get get the truth out there so that more people can be exposed to it. And don't, so don't, don't kill the messenger. Don't, 
write these people off just because he's Dan Crenshaw. Oh, he's Dan Crenshaw. Therefore, I'm going to ignore every single thing he says, even if it makes perfect sense. That makes you no better than the extreme commie Democrats who will do anything to get rid of Trump, who only want to get rid of Trump, who won't even discuss anything if it has anything to do with Trump just because it's Trump. Don't fall into that trap. Don't be them. Yeah, just, just don't be them. Don't fall into that trap, okay? You're better than that. We're better than that. And we can unite around that. When someone says something smart, when someone puts somebody on the spot, when somebody puts somebody on record and exposes them for what they are and for what they're trying to do, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Take it. Take it and use it. Dan Crenshaw, they're, they're having testimony and uh, he, this trans activist is there trying to defend transitioning children. We all know this is a lie. We all know that it's, it's an attempt to take over the children. We know that these things are not safe. Whether they're just puberty blockers, they cause permanent long-term damage to children. They're not temporary. The UK, Sweden, Finland, Norway, Russia, 18 states in this country have all affirmed that. Talk about affirmation. It's not gender-affirming care. But let's listen to what Dan Crenshaw had to say, and then let's go from there. Check it out. You said that we've cherry-picked data. How do you mean that? How do you mean that? So... It is very unscientific and flawed to pick a single study or a single statistic and to discuss it in isolation. Um, totally agree. Medical experts are able to talk about all of the evidence as a whole. Totally agree. So it's good to look at systematic reviews, right? That's the gold standard of evidence when you're trying to understand whether something works or whether it doesn't. So the British Journal of Medicine looked at 61 systematic reviews with the conclusion that, quote, there is great uncertainty about the effects of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgeries in young people. Journal of Endocrine Society came up with the same conclusion, even the American Academy of Pediatrics. They all cite the lack of evidence. And so here's the thing. If you're doing a therapy, and it's you know temporary, whatever, it, fine. Maybe let's try it. Let's see if it works. But when you're talking about permanent physiological changes, do you not agree, just from an ethical standpoint, that you might want extremely strong evidence of the benefits? And there is no systematic review that, that states that there is strong evidence of benefits. Sir, are you aware of how the quality evidence grading system works and how it's applied? Yeah. Yeah, we've read through it. That's why I'm citing these journals. So which journal says something different? I'm, I'm, we should have that debate. Tell me a journal that has done systematic reviews that cites different evidence, that cites strong evidence for benefits of these therapies. The standards of care were developed based on extensive... You're not telling me any journal. You're not telling me any study. Don't That's say standards of it, care. Yeah. So... Um, Tell me one. The standards of care. That's the, the standards of care. That's, yes, that's, that's of not care. a journal. That's not a study. That's not an organization. That's not an institution. You're just saying words. Name one study. Yeah. I'm out of time. I yield back. The standards of care. The standards of care that are made up completely out of thin air that a bunch of activist organizations and activist doctors and people like her and therapists got together and they made up out of thin air without any clinical studies, without any trials, without any long-term proof that this is, this is our standards of care. Do, 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 do. First, we're going to tell them it's okay to be whatever they want. Then at 12, we're going to block all their hormones. And then at 16, we're going to cut off their breasts and their penises, all without their parents knowing because those are the standards of care.
Are you freaking kidding me? This is who we're dealing with. You have countries that have been doing puberty blockers for some time. I'll name a few. Sweden, Finland, and Norway. These are countries that the leftists, the extreme commie Democrats, cite all the time as great examples of how democratic socialism works and societies where America should model ourselves after them. Okay. They've all banned puberty blockers and gender-affirming care for minors, except in extreme exceptions of clinical studies. So is the UK. So the United States is charging headlong. All these countries, they've been doing this crap for 15 years. And they've discovered over that time that, you know what, this stuff is doing more harm than good. And maybe we should step back and actually study this and see if there are any long-term benefits or long-term harm that's coming of this. Meanwhile, the United States, leading from the rear once again, let's go. Yes. Puberty blockers, gender-affirming care. (sighs) While the rest of the world is turning their back on it because of real science, the United States is making up science based off of these radical ideologists like the woman there that Dan Crenshaw was questioning. Now, one of the things that really irritates me this guy's a conservative. My socials blew up. I posted this video. I said, and I, and I prefaced it. I said, look, I'm not a big fan of Dan Crenshaw by any stretch of the word, okay? And, but again, this is a good string of questioning. Put that woman on the spot. It made her defend something that's indefensible. And she couldn't. People need to see that. People need to know that. They need to know what's going on and how these people think. But oh no, 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 Jacob Lynn. Here we have a rhino being bought false hope and false leadership by a Republican party that doesn't want change. Just keep perpetuating the problem here and pretending he's a good representative. No one's pretending he's a good representative. Shut up. Shut up. I said, so you disagree with his questioning here just because he's a rhino? You support gender-affirming care and puberty blockers for minors? Seriously, why? By the way, the Republican Party is not what it was just a few short years ago. Try to keep up. Dan Crenshaw does not represent the future of the Republican Party, but in this particular case, he represented common sense. And for conservatives to turn their back on him just because he's Dan Crenshaw, so therefore he's Dan Crenshaw, screw him, You got to see the forest through the trees, people. Don't be like them. Don't be like the orange man bad crowd. Don't have your blinders on so tight and your eyes so closed. We got to use what's given to us, people. In case you didn't notice, we're not exactly in charge. And did I have to point that out? (sighs) Gosh. 
Here's an extreme commie Democrat down in California. All right, the first question I have, so they're talking about, this is a bill that we've already passed up in Washington where the state, your children can run away, uh, claim that because you won't acknowledge that they are a different gender than they actually are, they can run away, go to a state shelter, claim abuse, and they can keep your children from you without even notifying you of where they are, if they're safe, or what's going on. Oh, and by the way, the state will go ahead and pay for their gender-affirming care on the taxpayer dime. They're trying to pass a similar thing in Oregon and California. The one question I have is, why is this person wearing a mask still? And then the second question I have is, what in the actual F are you talking about? It just allows, if you have a TGI child, to be seen in a judicial system that says it is a state policy based on scientific research, not just something anecdotal, that affirmation of a child's gender identity is a good thing. To create a safe place for them is a good thing. And it doesn't leave for judicial discretion to say otherwise, because that's what's happening. That is what is currently allowed by law. And having been a black woman who raised black sons in California, <laughs> I, I love judicial discretionary, but, th but there is some issues. Because guess what? They are human beings. And so we wanna make sure that they understand that every judge in the state of California recognizes that for a TGI child, affirmation is in their absolute best interest, period. Notice how they always, they always uh, mask the conversation. They, they, they throw out these terms and these verbs that if you disagree with it, you're the bad person. If you, if you don't believe in a child being able to decide what sex they are as a minor and go through irreversible procedures and take medicines that change their bodies irreversibly, you're not affirming the child. You're a bad person. You're not providing them a safe place and you're not, you're not affirming them. Bullshit. I'm affirming that. You know what? You're a boy. You can say whatever you want, but you're a boy. We're going to raise you as a boy and I'm going to teach you to be a man. How's that for affirmation? And I'm going to teach you to raise future generations. I'm going to teach you about freedom and responsibility and integrity and manly things like mowing the lawn and changing a tire, hunting, shooting a gun. But no, no, that's not affirming. That's right-wing, radical, white supremacist stuff. Ah, get away from me, you bad, bad person. Pound sand. Pound sand. I am done with you. I'm done with you. Here's another whack job in the same California so this hearing. This bill adds the very important factor that affirming a child's gender identity is in their best interest, which is what your question is about. Why does it get? Why does it actually say that in a, an affirmative way? And it really is because if you have a seven-year-old who's who's talking about having a potential to say, I seven-year-old articulate that they believe that they are not the same gender um, as they are biologically, then it should be affirmed. And through care, it should be determined. And that's what we did with our own child. And that would give the ability for a parent who wasn't sure to affirm and get their child. There's that word, affirm, affirm, affirming care, affirm this, affirm that. Hey, affirm this. All right? Talk it off with your mumbo jumbo. There's not a single scientific study out there that says that children at seven year olds can, are deciding what sex they should be and what they're not. When I was seven years old, I was probably putting my <laughs> I was probably putting on my mom's high heels playing dress up. So what? 
And on Saturday, I was playing with my G.I. Joes. Let kids be kids. Let them eat dirt. Let them eat worms. Let them put glue on their hands and peel it off. Let them play dress up. Let them play with Barbies. Let them play with G.I. Joes. Let them be kids. Sexualizing our children and normalizing the sexualization of society is the end. This is Sodom and Gomorrah. This is a godless, debaucherous, depraved path that we are on. And it's up to us people. It's up to patriots and God-free Americans and people all over the world, really, to stand up and say, no, this is not okay. I am not going to stand by idly and watch this happen. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm not going to just roll over. That's what these people, I was talking about somebody about elections. And, you know, we need to, we need to play the same game. We can't keep playing by the same sets of rules. We need to go in there. We need to do ballot harvesting. There should be a ballot box. We, should, we need to go door to door. There should be ballot boxes at every single church, every single gun range, every single racetrack, every single uh, hockey stadium and arena. And play the same game they are, and we will win because the margins are so thin that that's all you need. That's all it is, people. It's not a matter of whether they're cheating or not. Forget about that. We can't control what they do. Focus on what we can control. And that is getting our ground game up to the level that ours that theirs is. The Democrats have a well-oiled machine, man. They are on point. Their ground game is aces. And I recognize that. You need to recognize it too and do something about it. Anyway, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole there, got sidetracked. Sorry about that. I try to keep my topics in order usually, but it's just it's just this whole kind of the theme of, of, of conservatives and Republicans kind of rolling over and doing nothing, playing dead. Oh, we can't, we can't change election because they're always going to cheat. So therefore I'm what going to do nothing. You can't save the children in this country because the Democrats are going to do what they ever want. So what, your solution is just do nothing? Your solution is to stay quiet, acquiesce? That makes you just as guilty as the people per perpetrating the, the injustice. And then we have, of course, the made-up admiral. They like to make up positions and titles. This is all made up. They live in a land of make-believe. As Assistant Secretary for Health, I am urging us to base medical care on facts and medical evidence. Gender-affirming care is medical care. Gender-affirming care is mental health care. Gender-affirming care is literally suicide prevention care. Bullshit. It improves the quality of life and it saves lives. It is based upon decades of study. And it is, well, it is a well-established medical practice it's not a well-established medical practice. It's not. There's not a single scientific study out there that says there's a benefit to it. And until I see those, you can pound sand. You can sit there and pretend to be whatever you want. There is a case to be made that having this so-called gender-affirming care or puberty blockers, whatever it is, causes more psychological damage. Look, the grass isn't greener on the other side. Kids have psychological issues. You know why they're having them now? 
the explosion, the, the nuclear family has been blown up. It's not celebrated anymore. It's, is it even possible anymore to have a strong family unit, father in the home with the mother, raising the children, actually being there? I could make an argument for that. No one wants to talk about that. UK moves to ban puberty blockers and other gender-affirming procedures. Yeah, the NHS statement clearly expressed an intention to commission puberty suppression hormones solely as part of clinical research. The announcement is part of a 25-page guide. Look, the UK is getting away from it. Sweden, uh, Finland, and Norway, the three countries that the extreme commie Democrats love to cite as the utopia of socialist democracy, they have all gotten rid of uh, puberty blockers and gender-affirming care, except in the case of clinical studies. Russia has also completely outlawed it. What is the United States doing? What in the hell are we doing? We're destroying generations of kids. I'm going to show you two sides of the coin here. One is a family that documented for their own virtue signaling a four-year period of their child transitioning from a boy to a girl. And it's really very sad. And this child had no choice in the matter. This was the parent's choice to push him in that direction. It wasn't affirming. It was anything but. This was abuse. I wanted to make a video to thank my daddy for letting me be who I wanted to be. All right, he's got, he's got his TikTok views. He probably has hundreds of thousands of views on his TikTok, I'm sure. He probably has hundreds of thousands of followers. Good for you, Dad. Good for you. Way to use your child. Way to use your child as a prop in your own, in your own little make-believe world, your own insecurities, using your child to prop up your own insecurities. How about that? How about that? Here's the other side of the coin. It's equally as tragic. I would say even more so. Name is Abigail Martinez. It has been three years and 164 days since I lost my daughter, Yaley. I miss her every single day. Let me tell you how she died. My daughter was murdered by a gender ideology. CPS took my daughter when she was 16 years old. It was helped by her public school counselor and LGBTQ group rights and another trans identified girl. My daughter was taken from her loving home because 
the state of California claim I was abusive uh, for not affirming her trans identity. I lost my daughter over a name and a pronouns. Even after, after I, prom I promised to call her a male name, it wasn't enough. My daughter was not a boy trapped in a girl's body. He had mental health issues. Against my consent, my daughter was given testosterone instead of therapy. The LGBTQ group used her to, prop, to raise money for, for them. Look at the poor reject trans boy, they said. Why are there so many transgender in foster care? Because this they take them from their families, tell them to run, then steal them. Parents are given one option to treat their distressed child, affirm, drug, and remove their healthy body part or else lose your child. The abuse claim against me was finally dropped, but it was too late. The damage was done. My then, my, by then my daughter was in a horrible mental and physical pain. My daughter knelt down in front of a train. She was murdered by gender ideology. I beg you, stop. Pushing gender ideology. I don't want any parent to feel what I feel every day. Affirmation is not good for the health, safety, and welfare of a ch any child. That's some heavy stuff. So just to uh, unpackage that a little bit, the uh, the parents, the mother, did not want to uh, treat their daughter as if they were a boy because because she had mental issues going on and was trying to escape reality by pretending to be a boy. The parents would not do that, so the child went to a school counselor and said, my parents won't call me by my right pronouns that I prefer, and they won't acknowledge that I'm, that I'm transgender and I want to be a boy. School counselor labeled that as abuse and called CPS. CPS came to the home and removed the child from the home for abuse, simply because they wouldn't buy into her uh, fantasy and her attempt to escape reality by becoming a boy because she was having other mental challenges in her life. From CPS, she was introduced to doctors and hospitals that would go ahead and start giving her uh, hormone therapy, puberty blockers, testosterone in this case. Then they used her to raise money in advertising campaigns. And in the end, the abuse charges were dropped. 
but it was too late. Her daughter had already been killed. I hope and I pray that in situations like this, that there can be reconciliation with family members at some point and that those who have real mental needs will have them met in a professional and clinical manner and not an experimental one. That's what I, that's what I pray for. Because this madness needs to stop, man. It's destroying lives. It's destroying families. There are laws now in states, Washington, California's going for it, Oregon, where this is what happens. And it's, a, it's become a, a uh, system. They're systemically taking the children away from families. It starts with the school counselor. The counselor then refers to either the state or to a out-of-school therapist. This happens without the parent's knowledge, by the way. Oftentimes, the, uh, the therapist will then refer the child to a clinic where there are doctors. The therapist will write a letter, gender dysphoria, please treat. The child takes this letter to a doctor that the therapist recommends, and they begin gender-affirming care, often in the form of hormone blockers. This is all done without the parent's consent at this point, okay? Kids, 12 years old and up is what the law, how the law is in most states. And then in some states at this point, then the child can just decide, well, my parents are abusing me, so I don't even want to go home. And then they become wards of the state. They end up in the foster care system where who knows what happens. Um, anyway, that's a tough segment. Maybe I shouldn't have started with that one. It uh, kind of went went a little emotional on me. I apologize. Just uh, it's 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 a this is a tough this is an evil 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 thing. There are demons at work in this. We need to pray. We need to turn to God. We need to turn to family. Okay. Joe Kent up here in Washington State. He's running for the third district. I, I know you've heard me talk about him. He's going to be running against uh, Marie uh, Gluskamp Perez, again, who, who made it to Congress. And Marie tweeted, happy pride, Washington. I hope everyone has a wonderful month celebrating the LGBTQIA plus community the progress we've made and the fight we still have to win for equality and justice. Joe quote tweeted, Mary voted to let biological men into your daughter's bathroom. Happy pride indeed. And people celebrate that. They consider that equality. They consider men being able to go into girls and we're talking grown men into little girls' bathrooms if it's a public restroom. Do you want a grown man going into a restroom with your little girl? See, this is the other part of the sexualization of our children. 
where you're not changing their identity, but you're exposing them to harm. Real harm. Based on equity and equality for freaks. Okay? For freaks. Um, I'm going to jump into a quick update on the polls. This is in New Hampshire. Moving right along. Um, Trump is at 44%. DeSantis is at 12%. Trump has gained, this This is since the indictment. This is a new poll. Okay, new poll. Since the indictment, uh, Trump's gone up five points. DeSantis has dropped six. It's a 39-point spread. By the way, uh, Trump, ha- this was as of yesterday, had raised $7 million for his campaign since his indictment. In the city of Seattle, we don't believe up here. This is Seattle's my hometown. I, I uh, used to be proud of that. I used to be proud of that. Not so much anymore. Um, in Seattle, shoplifting and theft are legal. Graffiti is legal. Drug use is legal. And they can hide your children from you. This is how depraved these cities have become. Seattle is trying to become the new San Francisco. It's, it is. It, it, there are pockets of it. There's certain streets they keep clean and safe. There's a couple of neighborhoods they keep clean. The rest of it's a shithole. Okay, the crime rate is through the roof. Drug use is through the roof. Why? Because you have a permissive society. When you have a permissive society without consequences for actions, this is what you're going to get. Children need to learn. They need to know. People need to have consequences for their actions. In some schools, they don't even, you're not even allowed to suspend the students anymore because, oh, it might hurt their feelings. They could go beat somebody up in the lunchroom. Oh, can't suspend them. Graffiti. A judge struck it down. A federal. This is just. This is in the same week that a federal judge struck down, or, or the city council said that the prosecutor can't go after after drug users. Okay. The federal judge uh, also said drug possession is not. They can't go after people for that. So a federal judge strikes down Seattle anti-graffiti law, saying it is vague and overbroad. So in the span of the week, the city attorney's office cannot take action on either drug or possessions. Look, Seattle, you can you can also steal things now up to like $750 or something like that, and they're not allowed to chase you or go after you. Graffiti is legal. Drug use is legal. And as we've already covered with the gender ideology crap, they can take your children. The law continues. Seattle police cannot take action on damage to property with graffiti. This was... Uh, Jason Rance reported this. The story was by Bill Kazaraba. Seattle police said they are not able to enforce property damage laws after ruling from a federal judge regarding the city's anti-graffiti ban. U.S. District Court Judge Marsha Penchman ruled, and you know she's just a flaming activist liberal judge, right? Ruled Tuesday that the city of Seattle cannot enforce its anti-graffiti ban as first reported by the Jason Rant Show. SBD said this means that until further order of the court, SBD cannot take action on damage to property under this law. So someone can come in. Let's, let's throw this out as a scenario. They can come in, rob your store for less than $750, jump out front, spray paint the windows and the doors and everything else like that, and they can't be held accountable. <laughs> This is how insane it's become. This is a matter within SPT. This is not a matter within SPT or city discretion. We are bound by the court as it is written. Seattle ordinance says that 
It's a gross misdemeanor, but the judge disagreed, saying the law is too vague and it violates constitutional rights. It violates constitutional rights to arrest somebody for vandalism and destruction of property, defacing of property at the very least. <laughs> Please. Uh, wake me up from this nightmare. I, uh, this, ay, ay, ay. I'm going to wrap it up with a few crazy things here real quick because we're running out of time. This is the story on it, by the way. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Cho up here in Seattle. He's a, he's a great uh, on-scene reporter. He does some good stuff. Check it out. 20,000 reports of tags and graffiti vandalism. We've painted over the same locations up to seven times. That is unacceptable. We really need additional help. We're working to increase the enforcement of graffiti offenses. Why are you doing this? What are you attempting to convey? Urban art, I guess, right? And it's everywhere. You can't get away from it. Uh, that is, if you can see it when there aren't massive homeless tents and encampments in the way, because there's all that there too, along with all their shitholes and everything else, it's disgusting. Uh, all the property that they steal, it, it, it's people, man, it's bad. All right, Biden's folly. He's got to have a day of Biden's follies because every time they put Biden out in public, he makes a fool of himself and the United States. This is one arrogant bastard. This guy, he thinks he's a mob boss or something. What are you doing asking such stupid questions? <laughs> or he just ignores the press. <laughs> he just laughs, turns around, and walks away. And they, the, uh, the legacy media people, you have the nerve to call yourselves journalists. This is, there are stories deep dive stories here just waiting to be told and waiting to be dug into. And you guys sit on your damn hands and do whatever your editors tell you to do like the useful little idiots that you are. And uh, that just you won't hold this guy accountable. Please. Somebody, grow a set. Anyway, he was over there. He was asked, um, what do you have to say about the Burisma and FBI uh, whistleblower uh, calling you the big guy? That was the question. Check it out. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Why, why did the Ukraine and the FBI government file refer you to the government Why is that question. So the question was, why did the Ukrainian FBI informant refer to you as the big guy? Biden's response, why do you ask such a dumb question? Why'd you ask such a dumb question? All right. By the way, there's a lot of threats our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren are going to face. This is the only truly existential threat. It's the existential threat. If we don't meet the requirements that we're looking at, we're in real trouble. 
He's talking about climate change, of course. You know, the real only existential threat of uh, to future generations, Joe, are you and people like you, communism, Marxism, Maoism, whatever you want to call it. This is where they, you know, they try to tell you, if you just give us enough money, we can, we can change the climate. We can stop it from changing. Okay. Here, take my money. Take my money. Piece of shit. Uh, and there's, here's this bite. Check it out. We've mobilized the world's leading emitters to help poor countries deal with the impacts of climate change. They called it the G7, the Build Back Biden, Build Back Better. And we realized that got confusing. So now we don't call it that. What we call it is, here's the bottom line. Look, we're the ones that caused the problem. The United States, we cleared all our land. We did all the things that to make our make things more easy for us to make money. You hear what he said? The United States are the ones that caused all the problems. And they believe this. These leftist ideologues and their useful idiots out there, they actually believe this. Remember when Obama got elected and he went on the apology tour around the world uh, saying how all the world's woes were because of the United States and we're so sorry. He went and groveled at all the world leaders' knees. He bowed to people. What a horrible scene. And here's Biden. He's from the same cloth, cut from the same cloth, going out there and saying to the world, yes, it's America's fault. The reason the climate is so messed up is because of the United States. So it's only fair that we should pay the bulk of the burden and take it from our treasures, from our treasury, take it from our taxpayers. true that's what they believe that america is the woe of the world's problems now i can agree with that in some things the fact that we've been fighting wars around the world since world war ii haven't won a single one of them and caused hundreds of thousands of deaths and chaos and destroyed countries i guess i could i could make an argument for that but to sit there and say that the united states is responsible for the climate of the world all on our own how about russia all of asia for that matter China, all of Asia, Russia, India. <laughs> you want to talk about shitholes? Yeah, it's the United States' fault. Sure it is. One more clip here. This is, this is quite an engineering feat. I didn't know that our technology had come along this far, or perhaps he's betting on future technology, but apparently we're going to build a train that crosses oceans. Well, we're going to end and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> you are going to get in trouble, man. He's just like a little boy. They're, they're, you know, the, the, his handlers and the people in the background and his staff are, no, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> What's it going to say now? Oh, God, he just said we're going to build a railroad from the Pacific to Indian Ocean. Oh. That's, don't worry, that's just Joe being Joe. That's just Joe being Joe. Meanwhile, White House put this out. 
on their on their POTUS Twitter account. I checked it. It was there. It was there. Do you see anything wrong with this? Other than the fact that it's, it's you know, again, another attempt to take away your Second Amendment rights. It's time for Congress to act, pass common common sense, gun reform. Common sense. Common sense. It's one word, right? No, no. It's two words. They want to pass common sense gun control. They, they don't even know that common sense is two words. On that note, here's the none better take of the day. Look, man, this gender ideology crap and this hormone uh, therapy and gender-affirming care that's destroying generations of our children needs to stop. Other countries have recognized it. You know, uh, the extreme commie Democrats, they've always pointed to Sweden, Finland, and Norway as three of the great idealistic socialist utopias that they would love to model the United States after. You know what? All those countries who experimented with this sort of thing 15 years ago, 10 years ago, they've stopped doing it. They have outlawed it. You cannot do transition surgeries or gender-affirming care or hormone blockers unless it's in a clinical trial because they want to see what the hell this stuff is doing before they destroy any more lives. Not in the United States. No, no. Oh, by the way, the UK also passed a similar measure. Not the United States. No, no. No, we're not going to learn from their mistakes. We're not going to look at their research or their studies. We're going to carve our own path, and we're going to just plow straight ahead, straight to hell. Kids are not up to deciding what sex they are, believe it or not. Let them be kids. If you've got a seven-year-old who says, you know, man, I think I'm a a seven-year-old boy. Hey, I think I'm a girl. No, you're not. No, you're not. Hey, it's okay to want to do, you know, play with Barbies. It's okay to, to want to dress up in your mom's shoes once in a while. That doesn't make you a girl, man. That just makes you a kid having fun playing dress up. Go get him, Gilla. Go get him, boy. I'm not going to promote their escape from reality, especially at that age. Have a make-believe friend, whatever, you know, whatever it is they do, man. And then as they get older, approaching their teen years, and they start to have real mental issues, they're saying that gender-affirming care, if you don't affirm them, and, and they, notice how they've taken a word, a positive word, affirmation, it's a positive thing, and they've pounded it into the ideology so much that if you don't agree with permanently damaging kids, with hormone blockers or procedures that are irreversible, then you're not affirming children. So now you're the bad guy. This is by design. This language and the verbiage that they use is not made, it's not by accident. They're doing this. Man, I tell you, we are in a spiritual war right now. There are demons at play. I showed some stuff early in this episode that, that really kind of got me choked up, I was surprised. I'd watched these videos several times before I put them on. But sometimes, you know, it just hits me. Fathers, raise your boys to be men. Men with ethics, men with a conscience, men with a work ethic. Men that know how to change a tire and take care of a lady. How to go to work every day how to be responsible stewards of their money. These are the men we need. Teach them to be patriots. Teach them to be God-fearing. 
Teach them to love themselves, their families, and most importantly, their God. That's our salvation, and it's in Christ. Thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on uh, renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, I'm on all of them. Make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can see all the video and everything I put up there. I'm on all the socials at the nun report, except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS and Twitter because my account there doesn't have the word the in it. It's just at nun report or just go to my website, the nun One stop, one shop. You can click into everything right there. Anyway, hey, Thanks again for watching, and as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.